Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, February 1st. Clearly, love is not running for office. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 and 5, from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, Love gives anger a long fuse. A habitually soft, tender touch is love, leaving behind no smearing fingerprints of partisan agitation and leading no parade of self-adulation. It's not filled with hot air, nor does it belch out vulgarities in word or deed. This is God's Word. You just may have noticed this is an election year, and in election years, things get dirty. Unlike in the glorious days of yesteryear when civility reigned and honest and open dialogue ruled the day. Okay, actually not quite. As Rosemarie Ostler chronicles in her book Slinging Mud, rude nicknames, scurrilous slogans, and insulting slang from two centuries of American politics, which would actually be a very timely read for this year, yes, American politics have not always been, well, politic, let alone polite. The truth is we've always been downright nasty in our election rhetoric starting with the presidential campaign of 1800 with Thomas Jefferson versus John Adams. Adams supporters characterized Jefferson as the son of a half-breed Indian raised on hoe cakes. And if he wins, murder, rape, adultery, and incest will be openly taught and practiced. The air will be rent with cries of the distressed. The soil will be soaked with blood and the nation black with crimes. Are you prepared to see your dwellings in flames, female chastity violated, children writhing on a pike? To which Jefferson supporters replied, John Adams is a hideous, okay, hermaphroditical, there we go. Gosh, there we go, a multi-syllabled, slamming, mudslinging word. John Adams is a hideous, hermaphroditical character with neither the force and firmness of a man or the gentleness and sensibility of a woman. He is a blind, bald, toothless man who wants to start a war with France when he's not busy importing mistresses from Europe. He's trying to marry one of his sons to a daughter of King George. Haven't we had enough monarchy in America? Okay, just insert today's candidates and today's rhetoric. You get the point. And while we're at it, we might as well insert ourselves. Slinging mud has always been a time-honored national pastime. We've just made it easier and more accessible with social media. And clearly, love is not running for office. With many arguing that love was never meant to run for office, nor does it belong in office, nor is it meant to play a role either on the national or international political scene. Love? In office? Are you crazy? They'd kill us. And so the games continue. The question is, what is love's game, or perhaps better, its play, in the midst of all the political fray and wrangling that will undoubtedly ebb and flow through the year, though undoubtedly it will mostly just be flowing? Love's play 
remains unchanged in this or any season. Love gives anger a long fuse. A habitually soft, tender touch is love, leaving behind no smearing fingerprints of partisan agitation and leading no parades of self-adulation. It's not filled with hot air, nor does it belch out vulgarities in word or deed. Yeah, that's love's play. Honestly, I didn't set out to write a political description of what love does and what love doesn't do. I just held up the words, stepped into them, felt them within a Corinthian context of church factions and divisions and debates, and, well, this is what came out. And if this is what is truly filling our buckets, the last thing we'll be doing is slinging mud anywhere, at anyone. While others sling mud, we'll be washing those muddy feet and soiled hands and miry faces. While others sling mud, we'll be washing those muddy feet and soiled hands and miry faces. While others are slinging mud, we'll be feeding the poor and visiting the orphan, the widow, and the stranger with a long-fused love, with a habitually soft touch that can break any bone of contention. As partisan agitation, a.k.a. jealousy or party zeal, is left behind, along with self- or party-adulating parades filled with hot air and belched-out vulgarities that always play so well in our social media world. Talk about a different vibe. But then, we must do more than talk about a different vibe, mustn't we? In this or any season. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how do we resist the vibe of our mudslinging, crowd-agitating, self-adulating, vulgarity-belching political culture as we fill our bucket with a more excellent way of divine love? And doing that, just what might a healthy political culture look like? How can I foster that? How can I participate in that and help shape it? Lord, give me that long-fused love with its habitually soft and tender touch that can break any bone of contention. I confess, this doesn't come naturally to me. Give me the mudslinging, the agitation, the self-adulation, masters, patriotism, shaded red or blue or both. I confess, this is my natural habitat, left to myself. Don't leave me to myself or to what can become such a toxic culture. Fill my bucket with a more excellent way of your love in all of its long-fused, soft-touch glory. Through your mercies. <laughs>